pregnant again, as if the other twelve children weren't enough to drive me absolutely mad. Yet another labor, yet another delivery, and yet another mouth to feed. The thought pressed down on Mother Leeds with an incredible pressure, as hundreds of stones to her chest might, stifling her breath, suffocating, crushing. At least eventually the stones would do the courtesy of ending her suffering. Each day she watched her belly swell larger and larger with this unwanted baby. She cursed its existence in her mind. Life was grueling enough as it was. Not only did Mother Leeds have to take care of twelve children, but she and her family were severely impoverished. In large part, this was due to her drunken husband, who was never home to help anyway. Still, the baby within her grew, as babies often do. Mother Leeds became more bitter and resentful each day. Finally, her frustrations came to a head, and she lost all of the minuscule fragments of patience she had left. She threw her hands into the air and shrieked, Let this one be a devil and let it be gone from me! A few weeks later, her labor pains began. A tumultuous thunderstorm not far behind. Mother Leeds wailed in agony as lightning struck the ground, which was saturated by dense rain outside of her family home. The storm's tempestuous winds howled as she bared down, pushing the baby from her womb. The unwanted thirteenth child of Mother Leeds was born. While all things went naturally and according to plan, the air inside the Leeds home was heavy with an unsettling energy. The child was born a beautiful baby boy with chubby rosy cheeks and a sweet little button nose. That is, that's what he looked like at first. Not long after entering the world, this baby began changing. His once plump and curled up legs elongated, becoming thin and arched backwards at an unnatural angle. His feet and hands morphed into goat-like hooves. His body expanded to double, no triple, his original size. His entire body grew sparse fur and feathers. Upon his shoulders sprouted long, thin wings, much like that of an oversized bat. His neck stretched to a grotesque length, and he developed a spiky, forked tail. Finally, a pair of devilish horns adorned his head, which had transformed into the likeness of a demonic horse. The crowd that filled the birthing room were frozen in shock and immense horror as they watched his infernal metamorphosis. Not one single soul so much as breathed until the monstrosity turned its head and looked at them all, his eyes glowing bright red. The midwife screamed, but did not run, as if they had lost the ability to move. Father and children began scattering around the small home, seeking shelter. Mother Leeds uttered horrified moans as she realized what became of her child, what she had done to her child. The creature locked eyes with his mother, 
the woman who hated him without ever meeting him, who cursed him before she ever set eyes on him. Without mercy or hesitation, the cursed thirteenth child attacked his mother, killing her viciously and painfully. He tore her limb from limb. He then uttered a blood-curdling shriek. The blood from his sharp fangs sprayed all who were still in the room, marking them aptly for what was to come next. He turned on the midwives, maiming some and killing most, before knocking down the door to the next room where his siblings and father cowered in terror. He attacked every single one of them, as if it was his mission to exact revenge on each individual soul. Those who survived report that the creature flew up the chimney and escaped into the black stormy night, finding solitude, refuge in the desolate pine barrens. The Jersey Devil haunts the landscape to this very day. In the pines, in the pines, where the sun will never shine, I shiver Welcome to Sit a Spell. I'm your host, Jocelyn. And today's legendary cryptid comes from southern New Jersey in the United States of America. Come on in and sit a spell. It's story time. Encompassing over 1.1 million acres over seven counties, the New Jersey Pine Barrens are densely forested woodlands full of paranormal occurrences as diverse as the wildlife that reside there. The land was originally inhabited by the Leni Lenape indigenous people around 1200 AD and onward. Europeans began colonizing along riverbanks in the area in 1694. Eventually, several industries sprang up and thrived for over a century. The land is largely rural, but is still freckled with the ruins of former mining and mill settlements from centuries ago. These settlements were not only moved away from, but often hastily abandoned completely, seemingly overnight by most accounts. It's likely that a huge factor was the work opportunity sprouting up in Western states throughout the decades. This is definitely logical, but many believe that the speedy getaways have to do with something a little more sinister. For today, we're focusing on arguably the most notorious enigma, the Jersey Devil. Often known by locals as the Leeds Devil, this creature's story begins in 1735, when he came into this world as the cursed, undesired 13th Leeds child turned abomination. During the 18th and 19th centuries, there were occasional sightings of the Jersey Devil by locals who would take to exploring the undeveloped parts of the southern New Jersey coast. 
Most reports cited blood-curdling screams while traveling through swamps and bogs in the pines, especially at night. Other reports claim that a creature swooped down from the sky and slaughtered and maimed domestic animals and livestock. While most encounters took place in rural settings, there were also the fair share of claims that the creature began encroaching on towns and cities nearby. One of the most well-known incidents happened over a week in January in 1909. Early in the week, people from all over Delaware Valley reported seeing strange tracks in the snow. They went through the fields, under and over fences, through backyards, and even across rooftops. The prints were even reported in nearby large cities, including Camden and Philadelphia. It's said that even blood, bloodhounds refused to pursue the suspicious tracks. So what do people in this circumstance do? Panic, of course. Some schools suffered from plummeting attendance. Others closed their doors completely. Even the local mills had to close down as the workers refused to travel through the pines to get to work. As the week continued on, there were several eyewitness reports in the big cities where police officers fired at the beast but could not hit it. Some trolley car patrons reported a monster that looked like a kangaroo with wings. It swooped down and attempt to attack them before flying away. Another report said that an ostrich-like creature appeared on their roof and then flew away. The entire week, reports of livestock being slaughtered by the hundreds flooded the area. While this week in 1909 was the most constant, intense, and widely corroborated event thus far, sightings do continue, even to this day. There's a near-constant trickle of Jersey Devil reports. Most often, people find bizarre, indiscernible tracks in the sandy soil of the most rural parts of the Pine Barrens. A good portion of these reports describe the tracks as hoof-like, though whatever the creature is only walks on two legs. Modern sightings of the creature describe him as having the body of a kangaroo, the face of a horse, head of a dog, antlers similar to that of a deer, long leathery wings, a forked tail, and long sharp claws or talons. There are plenty of skeptics, of course, but many change their tune after spending a night camping in the Pine Barrens. Many still report unearthly, high-pitched cries that pierce the dark, foggy air, instilling dread and terror to all who hear it. As with many folklore beasts, the Jersey Devil has been embraced by a majority of the local community, as well as the rest of New Jersey as a spooky piece of folklore that can be capitalized on. The devil's portrayed in film and TV shows, and it's even the namesake of a New Jersey NHL team. There's a roller coaster named after him and lots of children's toys too. He's even been dubbed the official state demon of New Jersey. While some make light of the creature, many others view him as a very serious threat to the safety of everyone who crosses his path. If you're on the fence about what you believe, maybe you'll consider spending the night amid the dense trees of the Pine Barrens in New Jersey.
the stomping ground of the unwanted 13th Leeds child. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. I realized last week that I had the wrong link posted on most of my socials, so that's my bad, but I've resolved that problem, so if you haven't already, be sure to check out last week's episode on the Australian Yowie. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, where I post weekly podcast updates, as well as a few extras here and there. I hope this week brings you all you deserve and more. Y'all come back now.